Is your business looking to get involved in the community? The Aspley Hornets Footy Club is currently in the middle of its sponsorship drive. Back Yourself Fitness has been an ongoing sponsor of the club and will continue through 2020. It's a very rewarding process that gives back to a footy at a grassroots level, helping getting junior players through their representative years. Get around the Aspley Hornets and if you have any questions, get in contact with the club and ask to speak to Matt about sponsorship packages. This podcast is sponsored by Active Stride. Active Stride has been a long-time sponsor of Back Yourself Fitness, providing in support, giveaways and prizes for all of our challenges so far. They are a local sports electronics company focused on providing expert advice and quality products. From sports watches to heart rate monitors, accessories to Bluetooth headphones, Active Stride has you covered no matter what your fitness level or lifestyle. Today, Active Stride would like to offer 10% off all Aftershocks Bluetooth headphones. These new bone conductive headphones allow you to listen to music whilst being fully immersed in your surroundings, whether you're running, working out at the gym, or cycling out on the roads. These headphones give you the music you're after whilst providing a comfortable fit and great battery life. Use the code BACKYOURSELF at activestride.com.au to get 10% off these Aftershock headphones. That's code BACKYOURSELF at activestride.com.au. Hey guys, Matt from Back Yourself Fitness here and welcome to another episode of the Back Yourself Podcast. As always, a little bit of a recap of what happened on the last episode. I spoke about a man's mindset. Now, if you haven't heard the episode, uh, what I speak about is the typical man. What, what, what's their mindset when it comes to how they treat emotions, how they treat their body physically, how do they treat the mental toll of stress and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of break down what I believe in the research that I did, uh, what is a man's mindset and some of the problems that we, we have with that and ways we can get around that. Obviously, being a small business owner myself, dealing with things like stress and lack of sleep and trying to train myself and getting upset about stuff and how do I deal with it it's there are so many things going on and there are so many simple ways that we can make life a little bit easier for ourselves blokes so it doesn't have to be specifically for men everyone has a brother uncle cousin friend dad partner whatever um Go back, have a listen to the previous episode about a man's mindset. I touch on Movember, which is what I'm going to talk about right now. Uh, if you're listening to this as of recording, we are at the start of November. Um, through Back Yourself Fitness, what myself and Sam do is we do, I do a burpee for every dollar raised and Sam does a push-up for every dollar raised. So last year we did just, or I just did shy of 1,700 burpees Um it sucked, but it was worth it. Every dollar counts. I don't like it, doesn't phase me if you donate a dollar or a hundred dollars. Every dollar counts. It's a fantastic cause. It's not just about um, testicular cancer and prostate cancer, it's also about suicide prevention and men's mental health. So I'll be throwing the link to the Back Yourself Fitness Movember in the description. Please donate. Uh, it's a great cause. But that's enough of the housekeeping stuff. On to today's episode. I have another guest in with me today. So when I started this podcast up, I wanted to talk to like-minded people, other small business owners, other trainers, get their philosophy on things. Why do they do what they do? And today is no different. Um, I have another Brizzy guy with me who runs Hit Jibung, Hit Station Jibung. 
Uh, Joe, welcome. Yo, how are you? Good, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, good, man. Good. Welcome to the, I wouldn't say recording studio, but welcome to the spare room. Yeah, pumped. Mate. Excellent. Music. Um, so I kind of touched on what we're going to do. We're going to yeah. go through some different things, find out how you operate, how you roll, find yep. out what you do at HIT, what you guys offer at HIT, etc., etc. Awesome. Um, let's start things rolling. 10 questions. Let's go for it. Sweet. Me. How many times a week do you train? Number one. Uh, currently, probably about... Three times a week. I'm uh, easing myself back in. I had a bit of a bit of a low period in my life, which we'll, I suppose we'll get to later in the conversation. But um, yeah, I'm kind of just easing back into it. Uh, I kind of feel like I found my mojo lately, which is really cool. So yeah, get cool. back into it, which is nice. Yeah, yeah sweet. Uh, yeah. Do you have a specific breakdown or? Um, no, nah, man. I normally just join in with my classes that we run at the gym. Um, but I do one session a week with a, with another trainer as well, which helps keep me motivated. So yeah, uh, doing that once a week. Just the Muay Thai hit the pads, which is sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It's it's funny, like, if you're a trainer, you don't know everything, and people who just, like, stick in their own little world. And, yeah. I, and I find the biggest learn or biggest teachings that I've come across is when I've trained with another oh, trainer man. or someone's trained me. 100%. And, yeah, like, my trainer, I've trained with him now, Soren, um, for, oh, would have been maybe three years now. And, man, my Muay Thai skills have like oh increased by so much mm. and then that's helped me teach other people things and yeah it's it's awesome man it's like a flow on effect like you can't do everything yourself you can't know everything yourself so exactly you know, it's important and as the, like the boxing guy i train with it's like mate i'm gonna steal this stuff just yeah so you know yeah, 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 cool. yeah and soren my trainer soren he's cool with that like he loves the fact that you know i can now teach people more things and you know it's 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 pretty cool to see that like knowledge hand down because he's a he's one of australia's best ever muay thai fighters yeah um, i look up to him a lot and you know, he's, he's, you know, had a professional career in Thai boxing, um, lived in Thailand, uh, you know, won multiple titles. And to get as much knowledge as possible from him and then pass it on to other people is just unreal. So yeah, it's, it's really cool. cool. Yeah, it's really cool. You get to that, like that pass on effect. Yeah. Of yeah like, oh, okay, this is what he must yeah. feel like. And, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, what is an exercise? Question number two. What's an exercise you think has great benefit and you'll give to everyone? Deadlifts. 100%. Yeah, nice. I'm a deadlift guy. Yeah, cool. Just pick shit up mm-hmm. like, all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the deadlift is by far one of the most uh, important uh, exercises in terms of your posterior kinetic chain, um, in terms of your posture, in terms of the fact that it just works pretty much every muscle in your body. Yeah. Um, and I love, what I love about the deadlift is it's easily, ease, you can easily progress with it. You know what yep. I mean? You can do different variations. You can up your weight different type of training methodology methodologies there you go (laughs) (laughs) Uh, got there um yeah and it's one of those exercises that i just love yeah Yeah, definitely it's funny people are so scared of a deadlift yeah i don't want to hurt my back yeah if you're hurting your back either something's not working properly or you're not working properly and if you if you're afraid to deadlift in a gym where it's a controlled environment what happens if you have to pick a 50 kilo box off the ground do you know what i mean you you gotta you gotta know how to do it somehow exactly there's nothing to be scared of yeah you're right um what is an exercise you think is overrated? Ooh, overrated exercise. Just because I'm not a booty guy, booty exercises. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and you know, it's funny if my if my trainer Elsa listens to this, she's a, she's the booty girl at my gym. Yeah. Cool. Um, she loves her booty stuff. Um, for me, man, I've got overactive glutes, so my <laughs> glutes go like wild as soon as I do anything booty. So I guess that's why for me it's overrated. Yeah. I mean for. A chick who wants a nice ass. <laughs> I mean, you've got to do booty exercises, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, you and me are polar opposites. Yeah. My glutes don't want to work because yeah, right. my hips are so tight. Yeah, right. So, I see glute exercises yeah. as glute 
activation really yeah for, really important for bigger movements yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not going to be like okay today's ass day oh, Let, man i can do i can do like bicep curls and feel it in my butt that's how that's how much <laughs> that's how much my butt is overactive it's crazy yeah. i think i back in the day i used to have like a really a, a bad back injury from playing footy yep and my that's where my glutes were underactive gotcha. so i worked with a physio to get them to activate and now they just activate all the time yeah it's killing it's, it. It's amazing. Like I can twerk really, really good. Yeah, there we go. So if you're around the G-Bung area, no. you need some twerking lessons. Yeah, come see me. Uh, number four. Do you follow any eating or nutrition plans? Yeah. So the one of the main things we do uh, at our gym in terms of uh, you know everything we practice and preach is our, with through our each, every challenge we do flexible dieting. So just following basic nutrition principles like limiting your calorie intake to create a calorie deficit, but having maximum food choices. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't do any restrictive diets or anything like that because you know, if you're restrictive on yourself, you're eventually going to binge on whatever, whatever you want, whatever you're thinking of all day, every day. So we follow, and what I follow is flexible dieting. So knowing, you know, that I've got a certain amount of calories to to use in my day and I can eat literally whatever I want as long as I fill those calories, you know? Nutrition is one of those topics where, so easy to get overwhelmed. Oh man, yeah, overcomplicated. Oh, yeah, the, the nutrition world, the fitness world is overcomplicated. You know yeah. what I mean? And it, it doesn't have to be that way. Which is what one you know one thing. I, my one of my missions is to educate as many people on that. Is that yeah? It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. You just have to know what what around roughly calories you need to be on and stick within that. You yeah, know, and you'll get results without a doubt. And the 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 amount of places I see that want to even break down your macros and mm. and things like that and that's great mm. if you're wanting this like four percent body fat yeah yeah but like if you're if you're realistic and you're every day and you just want to look after yourself and get healthy and like tone up a little bit yeah. be mindful of your calorie intake yeah and then think about how you're using your energy exactly yeah it's it's yeah, yeah. so we we do look at macros but very loosey compared to the calories you know what yeah. I mean? like it's obviously important to get a, a certain amount of protein every single day and yeah you know fats for hormonal health mm. a nice ca- carbohydrate range to get a bit of energy mm. um you know so there is a bit of macros in there but it all comes down to calories it always boils down to calories so for sure yeah. and um i know with the guys that i train a lot of them, a lot of people under eat yeah oh yeah man and it's like oh yeah i'm eating great and they like i was the same you log your food and it's like i'm actually a thousand calories under what yeah. i need to eat yeah yeah, like, well, yeah yeah and that can get that can man affect energy training performance all that sort of shit so yeah for yeah. sure um here's a good question mm-hmm. uh how many coffees a day do you have oh probably about 10 a day i reckon yeah. <laughs> no i've cut them back how many how many did i have yesterday probably about six yesterday hey, okay yeah, yeah. Hey. back when we first started the gym it was probably like 12 a day yeah <laughs> massive amount but yeah, I'm getting there. I'm cutting it back slowly. How, uh, how do you have them? Uh, either a latte mm-hmm. or mainly an ice long black. Okay. Just straight coffee, boom. That's me. Yeah. Black coffee. Yeah, black all coffee. Day. <laughs> ice long black. Nothing better in summer. PT. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what time does your day start? Um, depends, but normally around 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Is that life or is that work related? Work related. Yep. Yeah. If I could sleep in more, I probably would. <laughs> Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's an exercise you're bad at? Exercise I'm bad at. Ooh, what am I bad at? Man, I'd say squats are probably my weakest exercise. Okay, why is that? Um, I just don't like them. I just don't enjoy squatting. No. Mm. So I used to love squatting back when I was like a bro science gym junkie. Like, yep. You know. Um, but yeah, now I don't really enjoy squatting, so I don't try and do it as much as as I should. Yeah. So therefore, it's probably a weak point. For yeah. Me. Yeah. It's funny, like as I've gotten. Older, no, I'm not 
old. Like, <laughs> but from when I started exercising, where it's like, I need to be like, I need to be strong at bench and I need to be strong yeah. at squats and da, da, da. And it's like, now it's like, who cares? Like, yeah, I don't care. Just push your body in a different way. Like, mm. I went through a couple of weeks where I was like trying to do cartwheels and stuff. Yeah. Just because I'm shit yeah, at them. Sick, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, do something different that pushes your body. Yeah, like, definitely. I can put a client through a session of just weird and wonderful exercises and mm. they can be sweating just as much as a yeah. high intensity. Yeah, yeah. So if you're pushing your body, you're good. You yeah. don't need to bench 150 kilos to be exactly. fit. Exactly, yeah. Yep. Um, what's one thing you wish everyone kept in mind when starting their training? Everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. That's, man, 100%. The amount of times I've heard, oh, I really, I, you know, I saw Hit G-Bung on or Hit Australia or Hit Station on Instagram four years ago and it took me four years to get to the gym and have a go. It's like, man, every single person at the gym doesn't know what they're doing when they first walk in the doors. For do you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's crazy. Like, I've heard it before as well. Like, oh, I, I, I want to do an eight-week challenge, but I'm going to go get fit first. It's like, well... The whole point of the challenge is to get, yeah, no, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to try new things and don't be afraid to give it a go because everyone starts somewhere, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Even the pros, even people like, you know, world-class fighters, they they were once terrible. You yeah. Know? Stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, do what you can do and you'll get better. Yeah. yeah. Just give it a go. Yeah. I, I see that a lot like from a private studio point of view and we're yeah. very similar in that sense that, you know, you, you have that personal connection with people and you can actually walk up to them and be like, who cares what anyone else is yeah. doing? Just do you. Just do, yeah. yeah do yeah. what you can do. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, number nine, do you use any supplements? Just pretty much protein, protein powder, hits some protein requirements, uh, creatine and essential amino acids. If yep. I need to while I'm training, that's pretty much it. Caffeine. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, when you were gym broing, were mm. you like, oh, man. I'll take all of the supplements? Oh, yeah, first? dude. Yeah. yeah. And back then I wasn't very... I, I, I'd like to think I'm pretty evidence-based now. You know, I, I work on research. Mm-hmm. Um, so back then I wasn't, I was bro science. So, mm-hmm. you know, man, my supplement my supplement cost each month was huge yep. back then in the bro science days. Um, but, you know, if you look at the research, the, there's not much supplements you'd really do need. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it was funny. One of the one of the other guests I had on, he's a strength trainer and mm-hmm. he runs his own supplement line. Yeah. And one of, some of the questions I asked were, okay, what supplements would you recommend to yeah. someone training three times a week? Yeah. And he said, a multivitamin yeah. and fish oil. Yeah, easy. And he's like, yeah. that's Fish it. oil, yeah, that's, that's another one I take for sure, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, supplements pretty much aren't needed. You know? yeah. um, they, they can be tools for recovery, for training performance, but for the general public, you don't really have to go overboard, man. Creatine, protein powder, pretty much. That that would probably sort you. That's yeah, and it's that's literally what I use. I have a yeah. fish oil tablet, creatine yeah. before I train, yeah, and protein. Boom, done, easy. easy. Like I did that whole. I'm gonna have pre workout and amino acids while I train. And yeah, I, I used to do that as well. Yeah, oh, casein and I should, yeah, casein protein before you go to bed. Yeah. I used to. I, I remember back when I was trying to put on as much size as possible. I had an alarm set at like midnight to get up and have a casein protein oh, shake. So mate. I've got protein from my muscles. Oh, man, it's like fuck. Now of sleep I wasted on waking up and making a protein shake yeah. and going back to bed. Ridiculous. Yeah. I had a mate, um, uh, and I don't know if he's going to hear it, but I'll tell it anyway. A mate, he did a similar thing, yeah. but he would have cottage cheese. Yeah, I used to do that, the old cottage cheese before bed. Yeah, and he's oh. like, it was fucking disgusting. Yeah. But he put on like nine kilos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'm not eating cottage cheese yeah. before I go to bed. Yeah. No, gross. Uh, last question in this first little run. How many hours sleep do you get? Um... Probably now I'm up to about seven hours a night, maybe six hours a night. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting better, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Is that 
a maintainable um, range for you to function yeah. on. Yeah, now it is. Um, I mean, when we first started the gym, I was probably getting maybe four or five hours a night and run on that. Mm-hmm. But we were running ourselves into the ground pretty quick. Yeah. But, um, you know, now I feel like, you know, we've got a, ba- a new baby as well. Um, but she sleeps through the night now, which is really good. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, around six or seven hours a night. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that's, it's, um, you know, work win wonderful hours it's funny when i hit that 8 30 quarter nine yeah I'm, like, I'm going to bed yeah so i'm different i i have to once i get home from work i have to like spend a bit of time chilling doing yeah. nothing you know what i mean so if i get home at seven o'clock at night mm. i want to sit on the couch for or play playstation for, for three hours four hours yeah just so i can wind down yeah so i probably could get better sleep if i tried but i i want that relaxed time too yeah. you know for sure yeah, I think like, that's important and there's been times when i like using the way i go to bed yeah. Like I've come home from work at seven thirty yeah. and an hour later I'm trying to go to sleep and it's I'm trying to solve the world's problems. Oh man, and your brain's just ticking. You need that time to switch off, man, and just yeah, go, yeah. sweet, today's done, let's just chill. I can deal with it tomorrow kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. So there's the first ten out <laughs> of the way. Um what I want to roll into now is a little bit about hit station G by yeah, itself. Yeah, sweet. Um there'll be people listening to this who obviously go to hit. Mm who know what hit is and then yep. there'll be people who have no idea what it yeah. is um so complete overview what is hit station g-bomb so man we're a fully hands-on uh class-based gym mm-hmm. um you know hit stands for high intense interval, interval training which is the name that we have it's not all we do though um where yeah primarily class-based as i said so we do strength conditioning classes uh Muay Thai classes, which is our cardio component, which is what I'm super passionate about. Um, and then a half-half class, which is half weights, half Muay Thai. Um, they're all an hour long. Um, yeah. And we're just really community-based, family-based. Um, you know, I, I make an effort to try and know as many people's names as possible and know as many people as I can. Yep. Because, um, you know, the, the vibe is what we bring, basically. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Definitely. How many classes a week do you guys? 26 a week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 26, 26, maybe 28, maybe 28. Yeah, one of, them. One, <laughs> one of those. One of those two. One of those numbers. Twenty plus. <laughs> Twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many of those are you? Are you actually physically hands on for? Um, now I'm not as much. I used to be very like I used to run most of the classes a week. Now we have a couple of trainers on board, which is really good. We're kind of now that we've been you know we've been open for about four just over four years now. We're kind of really enjoying the taking a bit of a step back. You know, as I said, as I said, we just had our daughter Rumi, um, and you know one a good thing about having her is you know we've decided to spend more time obviously with her and help and, you know, doing things at home with her. So we've enjoyed, you know, we've worked really, really hard over the last four years and now we kind of an, an enjoying taking a bit of a step back and giving those classes to our trainers, which are awesome, Elsa and Zach there. Oh, and Meg, sorry. Um, I always forget Meg. <laughs> Get that, um, Meg. Yeah, Meg. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're awesome. And yeah, so I'm probably running maybe six or seven classes a week and then they, they run the rest. Yeah. Do you, because you've taken that step back, yeah. those six or seven that you do run. Yeah. Do you just like, fuck, yes, here we go. Like, yeah, try and smash them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. Each trainer at our gym has their own style and yeah, their own personality. I mean, Kelly, at the moment, she runs one class a week and Kelly's known for being like the bitch in the gym. Yeah. Um, and people like avoid her, avoid her classes because she's just so hard on. Whereas <laughs> I'm like, I go, I like to go hard, but I'm also pretty chill. Like, yeah, you know, just do do what you want to do kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Yeah, and let, let the class flow kind of thing, which is what yeah. I do. So that's cool. Yeah, it's a, um, I find from the couple of classes that, I run or be at boot camps or yeah. challenge or whatever. People, once again, if we go back to stay in your lane, yeah. they worry about what the person next to them is Yeah, doing. Oh man, all the time. And like we do large style, style classes, which I suppose what is what is a bit of difference between us and like, you know, your other 
box kind of gyms, like F45s and that sort of stuff. We do, you know, we can fit up to 80 people in a class. So, you know, Tuesday morning, 5 a.m., there's 80 people smashing the, smashing the workout, which, you know, is awesome for some people and other people who don't like the crowds. That's okay. Our 6 a.m. is a lot quieter, yeah. way quieter. But, um, you know, you always get that people like comparing, you know, oh, what's this person doing? What's And it's really, you know, working out as a time for yourself to, mm. to go, okay, this is what I want to do. And I'm just going to do it. You don't have to worry about what anyone else is doing because you're not them. Exactly. Know? Yeah. You're investing in yourself. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Who, who gives a shit? Like don't shave reps off or don't yeah. alter, like don't half-ass stuff just yeah. to keep keep up in inverted yeah, yeah, commas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, push yourself. Yeah. Do you. And do do what you can do. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, from the quick little look that I had in your space when I popped in the yeah. other week, um, it's a real cool breakdown of, well, I don't want to, I don't want to describe your yeah, space. Go for it. You do, <laughs> what, describe your space. Ah, uh, man, so little PT studio at the front, big open floor plan, like floor, just floor space so we can set out a class and literally do whatever we want to do in classes, which is really cool. Six, uh, seven squat racks, some cable machines down the back, sled track, um, lots of Muay Thai gear. Mm. Um, but yeah, big open gym. So wait, when we set up a class, we expect like a strength and conditioning class or a half-half class. We've got a lot of room to fit whatever we want to do, which is really cool. It gives us a lot of, lot of you know, variability and... Um, you know, we can change things up as, as often as we like, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. When, in regards to your, like, this is not a question I had written down, yeah. but in regards to your programming and mm. stuff, yeah. do you know what you're going to do? Like, let's say you've planned it out the day before, week before. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to do prior? Most of, most of the time. Um, you know, there's obviously days where it's like, oh, fuck, I've got to set up class that starts in two hours and it's like, throw yeah. some shit out. Yeah. Um, yeah, but most of the time we do have a schedule in terms of what body part we're working on. So if it's like an upper body class, a lower body class, a full body class. Um, and yeah, within those class formats, there's a million different styles we can do. So of course. we always, I'm always having a pre-thought of, okay, what am I going to do next week? Mm. You know, it's week four of the challenge. All right, let's shock them with one of these classes, which is an absolute killer class. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's interesting when I plan classes out very much the same that you've just described yeah. it's like cool I've got a plan in place here's what we're going to do yeah or I need to go I'm one of those weird people I need to see yeah see what's going on yeah so I'll go to the gym and turn the music off and I'll sit and sit in a space yeah and go cool that's how we're going to do that and yeah, yeah, yeah definitely and like yeah. plan it that yeah, way man, yeah you do that you sit there and you go okay station one I'm going to put here we're going to do this station two yeah we did that last week though so maybe let's do this instead and yeah, yeah. Playing like that is an awesome way to do it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, completely off topic. Were mm. you guys affected by Melbourne Cup? Uh, Melbourne Cup. Man, this morning was really quiet. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, it was actually it was really funny. I rocked up to gym and I got there. I got there maybe like quarter to five, and class starts at five o'clock. And I looked around. and I was like, "Fuck, where the fuck is everyone?" And then I was like, "Oh, Melbourne Cup." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of our people that aren't like we got a current eight week challenge running. So a lot, a lot of eight week challenges are there, but a lot of people that weren't on the challenge, so like our regular members, yep. probably got on the piss yesterday. I'm yeah. guessing. Oh, and, it's a um, Tuesday. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Why not? You know. Exactly. Um, is there any reasoning behind your setup? in the space like is there a reason why you've planned the space out the way you have or it's just what kind of fits best well originally you know when you walked in to the gym yeah, the other yeah. weekend you know how the squat racks are on if you're standing looking at the sign at the back squat racks are on the right hand yeah. side originally they used to be on the left hand side and what happened I think it was maybe two years into running the gym we were just getting too busy and we couldn't fit people physically fit the people in the classes yep. so every class we were turning away oh, not every class but Every class that was busy, we would turn away, you know, 10, 15 people because we just couldn't fit them in. So we had to move the gym over, flip it over the other side, put the squat racks on the other side, add an extra station, um, an extra bay, so that way we could fit 
more people in class, um, yep. which is really good. And now we kind of found our, our good number. But yep. yeah, so originally it was just to fit it and now it's to maximise how much space we can use. Yeah, yeah definitely. Are you uh, constantly chopping and changing the space or thinking of ways to improve it or uh, are, are things kind of like this yeah, is I how think, it is? Yeah, I think where we're at now, I think, I think the current setup is pretty locked in. I don't think there's much more I would change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. I mean, we've been doing it for four years now, so... You know, we know the space, we know how it works. Yeah. You know, and, you know, one of my mates, he just opened a, a hit station down in Helensvale, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. It's pumping as well. Um, and it's good, like, having my knowledge of, like, all right, this is what we did for our gym first. And then we had to move it to, you know, have more capability of what we can do. Yeah. It was that awesome to be able to help him out and be like, all right, maybe you should put this here because I don't know if it'll work there because it doesn't work at our gym, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's cool. You get to, you got that little bit of experience yeah. behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And that kind of leads into um, my next question. Mm. So is Hit a franchise? Hit is a franchise, yeah. yeah. So we, the, the original uh, gym was Hit Capalaba, which is over in Capalaba, obviously, mm. owned by Sam and Chantel Duncan. I don't know if you know Shayeon. She's a pretty Instagram star now. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, she's, we, we've been friends with Sam and Johnny for years and years and years. So, um, grew up knowing them. Um, they're the reason why I pretty much got into health and fitness industry. Um, and, uh, you know, five years ago, six years ago now, they sat down and said, hey, we've got our gym up and running. It's really, really cool. Um, we'd love you guys. And we were training there at the time. We'd love you guys to, you know, expand out and try and reach some people in Brisbane. So we're like, sweet. Actually, I think originally we were planning for the Gold Coast, but we ended up in Brisbane, which is even better. Mm. Um, yeah. And then, so they franchised to us first. And now... Uh, I think next year is going to be a massive year of growth for the hit brand. There's um there's a lot of they've just announced that they're going to be franchising a lot more. Yep. Um. So you should see some hit gyms popping up uh, all over the place, which is really really cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you have creative freedom? Over, yeah. Yeah. Over definitely. So obviously, you know, we've got to stick within what the what the gym is. You mm. know what what Sam and Shawnee have set up. Um, of course, which yeah. I wouldn't want to change anything anyway. It's an amazing brand and an amazing gym. Um. But we have complete control over what style of class we're going to do, what exercise we're going to do in the gym, what, you know, anything like that. So it's really, really cool in, in that regard. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So it is, even though it's a franchise, it yeah. is your Yeah, your and baby. I think that's the important thing with each each of the gyms. There's one, so there's Kapalabar, there's us on the north side of Jibung. Then there's one at Kawana at the sunny coast, which is one of my mates Ryan owns that. And then Ryan and Cap. And then Billy and Jason own the one at uh, Helensvale. And every gym owner has their own vibe and every gym has their own vibe and their own community and it's it's really cool to like go to the different gyms and see you know what we're doing here and what we're doing there and and because we all know each other and we're really really good mates mm. um it's really cool to be able to be you know like i might set up a class which is unreal or, or sam or shawnee might set up a class at capella which they got this awesome feedback and it was hard as and everyone loved it and they'll be like oh you guys try this out you know this class oh i did this exercise this is unreal mm. um and yeah, it's 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 awesome, man. Yeah, it's really cool. That right there, that community between other trainers. Yeah, that makes the fitness industry fucking go round. Yeah, like, man. Oh fucking earth. If, There's nothing more I hate than hearing, oh, like someone left a gym to come to our gym and then they got in the shits with it, that gym owner. It's like, man, why? Like, fuck. Yeah. You know, like everyone's here to do the same thing, which is help as many people as possible in their health and fitness. So why, you know, like you, everyone, every trainer should be working together. You know what I yeah. mean? Like a hundred percent. Yeah, if you, definitely. If you quote unquote create an exercise yeah. and see, see someone else take it away and do it. Yeah. Cool. They've taken yeah. what you've given them and yeah, they've put man. it into practice yeah. fucking somewhere definitely. else. And then they're, they're affecting another 10 people who are doing that exercise. And yes, yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. And it's funny, like, I go to a commercial gym just to train myself. Yeah. 
And I like I'll just sit back and I'll watch like people watch because that's my thing. Yeah. I'll just people watch and see how trainers interact with clients and the kind of stuff they do and mm. if I see something it's like cool. Yeah. I'm going to use yeah, it. And yeah. like thanks mate. <laughs> yeah, cheers bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's generally awesome. generally machines at commercial gyms, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Uh take me back to humble beginnings. Yeah. So the early days to now, what's been the biggest change in the space? In the space. Hmm. I think bringing on our team has been a massive change. Mm. I mean, when we first started four years ago, um, you know, it was just me and my wife, Kelly, in the Mm. gym, which, you know, we were doing, you know, 80, 90 hours a week, you know, small business, I'm sure you'll understand. Yeah, right. You know, working (laughs) working your ass off um, and bringing our our team on board slowly. I think our first staff member was Isabel, who's still with us. She's awesome. Um, And then, you know, building that team. And I think our team is unreal um i there's no one in our team that i wouldn't have on board because everyone brings a bit more of the vibe a bit more of the community they're they're involved in the gym they know members members know them their friends it's it's awesome man so yeah that's probably the biggest change over the last four years is definitely bringing our team on board and and i guess for us letting go a bit of some responsibility which was very hard at first <laughs> oh, oh yeah. man it's like you know the gym was our first baby you know and then letting that go yeah where now we're at a point where we can kind of enjoy letting it go and, and enjoy just having a bit more lifestyle now rather than working 80 hours a week or 90 hours a week and, and smashing ourselves, which is really cool. So, yeah. yeah. Um, that kind of answers the next yeah. part of that question, but what's the biggest change to the business itself? Yeah, pretty much that, bro. Yeah, yeah just, um, I mean, like, especially this year, since having Rumi, she was born in January. Mm. So since having Rumi, me and Kelly taking a, a fairly big step back. Mm. And that was really worrisome, you know, because... Obviously, you know, I, I want to be at the gym as much as possible, but I also, I don't want to be, not be at home with Rumi and, you know, yep. get her out of bed or put her down for bed or, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, taking that step out was really, really scary for us because we didn't know how, you know, we, we, we were the ones who first built the, the family vibe, you know what I mean? And the community that we have there. Um, and, you know, we're, we're known as the G-Bangers, yeah. um, which funny story is we created like, um, one of our members created a, a, a Facebook group, a private group called, oh, it wasn't private at first. It was called G-Bangers and lots of like seedy old men tried to join. <laughs> so we had to make it like a private group. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but our G-Bangers, man, they're like, they're like our lifeblood, you know, like yeah. our members are unreal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so taking a step out, a step back, that's probably been a massive change for the business for us. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, again, shout, shout out to our amazing team that we've got there, trainers and reception staff, admin staff. Man, they just kept the, the gym alive, you know? It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's um, like how I'm set up. I've got someone who runs, Sam, mm. who runs the Aspley Studio yeah. and I run the Bracken Ridge Studio. And, you know, within the next 12 months, we'll bring both those together yeah, and, cool. and create our own space. And I remember, like, I remember thinking when Sam came on board, I was like, you're going to be fine yeah. because we were just that like-minded. Yeah, yeah. And then I had other people apply for different positions and stuff which have come and gone and whatever. And it's like the people who I'm not sure of, like, because this is my, like you said, this is my baby. Yeah. And I know if I'm doing it, I'm going to give it 100%. Yeah. And you need to be the same. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And with with our team, like, we've always hired in-house, you know what mm. I mean? Like, I don't think we've ever advertised outside of our Facebook forums, you know what I mean? Yep. We, you know, we've got a, a new reception role coming up. We'd love for someone that's already a part of our community that knows what we're doing, what we're doing, is passionate about what we're doing to be a part of the team. Yeah. I think you just get, you know, that that 
more family vibe, that team vibe, you know, because they, they're already loving what we're doing. So, yep. you know, there's no point to go outside and hire externally for sure. Someone who, like, that's... Unreal. Someone who's passionate about it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah. It just comes down to passion. Yeah. Someone you don't have to convince to buy in. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. They, they're already there. They already know what we're about and it's awesome. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. man. Yeah. You keep coming back to community and I yeah. really like that. Yeah. Um, that's what we're about, man. That's what we're about. Yeah, see. <laughs> Has, uh, when you first moved in, yeah. what was the vision? Um, man, the vision was just to bring what Sam and Chantel were doing down at Capalaba out to Brisbane, you know, like from their little pocket in the Redlands, which is, you know, I don't know if you've ever been out to the Redlands. It's no. the Redlands is the Redlands. You like, if you live there, you don't go anywhere else. Gotcha. And I grew up there. Right. Um, I got out guys, by the way. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it is its own little community, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, through seeing what Sam and Shawnee had created there, we, and then, you know, they approached us and said, we, we love you guys to take the brand further. Um, you know, that's obviously a big call for them to put a lot of responsibility in our hands as well. But, you know, the whole the whole thing was to just get the message of what we're trying to do out there, you know. It, have a have a community environment where it's anyone can train. There's no competitiveness. There's no levels to it. We're here to educate people on health and fitness and we're here to positively impact as many people as possible and that's what we're trying to do. Um, and that was the whole, the whole, the whole vision was to, take that from the little corner in Capalaba and bring it to North Brisbane. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're a PT or a gym owner or someone who's listened to that statement, you need to keep that in mind. Like yeah. that's what health and fitness yeah, is. Like, positively impacting people's lives. Yeah. Um, you know, you can get caught up in so many different shit when it comes to health and fitness. But at the end of the day, if someone comes and sees you and then they leave positively impacted, you know, they got a PB on their bench press or they, they're just a little bit fitter or they you, you manage to give them some advice on nutrition, any little positive impact that they can walk away with is a, t- a head in the right a step in the right direction. Do you exactly. Know I mean? 100%. Um, has the vision changed over the past four years? No, I, I wouldn't say, man. Um, you know, like we're constantly evolving. We're constantly trying to think of new things to do and new ways to do things. Mm. Um, and, you know, looking back on what we used to do in the past and what we do now. Um, but... The vision is still the same, yeah. you know, and like positively affect as many people, not infect. <laughs> I got a virus, it's yeah. positivity. No, um, positively affect as many people as possible, you know. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, was, what was it about hit at Capalaba that you went, yeah, this is okay, cool. We will t- we're going to take this opportunity yeah. and we're going to run with it. Man, like again, it just comes down to that community vibe, you know, like, so when we first started training at hit, so we'd known Sam and Johnny for ages, they had their little gym up and running, and I met Kelly in a gym as well, my mm-hmm. wife Kelly. Um, and back when I met her, I was just bro signs, you know, yeah. chest five days a week, biceps on Friday, you know, that kind of thing. I'm assuming it was the Ch- early two th- 2007, yeah, 2008. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, we we you know started dating, and she was you know she she was a little cardio bunny. She'd go sprint on the treadmill for about 30 minutes, and I'd yeah. go ahead and do my weight session, and then, then we'd be done. Do six um, reps of bench, yeah, in an exactly. Hour and a half. That's yeah. it. Um, and yeah, so. She she was friends with Chantel and Shotty said, "Hey, come try come try our gym. It's really cool because mm. um, they were childhood friends. Kelly's best friend is Chantel's cousin, so they're a bit of a family, I guess. Um, and you know, they said come down and try it. And back then, back in the day when Hit Station first started, I remember rocking up and it was a a pink logo Hit Station, mm. and I was like, fuck." This this is a chicks gym. What the fuck am I? What what am I doing here yeah, with, yeah, my, yeah. with my chest and back workouts? Like what am I doing? Wearing your razor singlet. Yeah. <laughs> and I talked to Sam. He's like, no, no, come down. It's more. We do Muay Thai as well. You know, kick pads. And I was 
like so gumby back then. I yeah. couldn't kick a pad to save my life. Yeah. But I remember going down for my first workout, walking walk in, big pink sign. I'm like, fucking hell, here we go. I was like, I remember looking at Kelly and just being like, what the fuck have you got me into? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, nah, it'll be fine, come down. And man, I reckon in the first 15 minutes, I'd spewed twice. It was that hard of a workout. Yeah, cool. But that, that intensity, which is like, you know, pushing yourself to your limits is something that I love to do as well. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the community vibe, seeing everyone around there, like people I don't know, I was I was in a garden, like green vomiting yeah, yeah. and people coming up to me, oh, are you okay? Like here's some water. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea who they are. And yeah. like just meeting those people, you know, I was in a closed off environment, you know, like I had my gym bros mm. and that was pretty much it. And like, you know, if someone new walks to the gym, you're like, who the fuck's that dude? You know, yeah, yeah. like back in the day, that's how it was. Exactly. Whereas, you know, you go into this new space and everyone's like, oh my God, man, like you smashed that box jump, good work. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that was cool, man. That was, that was really cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's funny on that, like in the sense of community, there's a fine line and I think there's some more commercial box gyms yeah. where it's the difference between everyone gets a high five and yeah. you're all doing great. And, yeah. and then there's actually caring about yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like high five, like, you, and then like, see you next week. Or it's yeah. like, man, what do you do on the weekend? Like, yeah, exactly. How's, that, how's your new job going? That kind yeah, of thing. There's sure. a definitely difference. Yeah. 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 And it's that. I, I don't want to call this grassroots style, but it is that yeah. you want to know people and cool. How'd your shoulder pull up after yeah, last session? Yeah, and definitely. Little things definitely. like that. Mm. And man, that's one thing. One thing I've always tried to do is get to know people's names as soon as possible mm. and get to know something about them. You yeah. know what I mean? What's their name? What do they do for work? What do they do on the weekends? Yeah. Do they have a dog? Like what's their kids' names? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and you know, that just that and is it just opens the door. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. knowing someone's name, when someone walks in and you go, Hey Jess, how are you? You know, they go, Holy shit. Like I yeah, thought yeah. it was just another number, but they're For not, sure. you know, like they're, they're part of the family, you know, and that's, that's the whole thing. And that's something I've always tried to get my staff to do as well, which are, they're awesome at it mm. is get to know people, man. Don't be afraid to have a conversation. Yeah. You know, like, like we hire our staff to do jobs at the gym, but we're also like, man, if you want to take five minutes to have a talk to someone, have a chat to someone. You For know? sure. Exactly. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah you're not just holding someone's card when they swipe exactly it, you know yeah um mentality is one of the hardest things to like i find to instill in your clients yeah because you know we're trying to help people take steps forward yeah. but showing them it's you know you can do it if you mm. stick to these things yeah what are some of the messages messages and we've already touched on kind of stay in your lane yeah what are some of the messages you hope stick with your clients from either one session or a challenge or like you know and just just that I think the whole thing is that one, anything is possible if you if you if you really give it a go and 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 put it in your mind that you're gonna want to do it. Um, you know, like no one that walks into my gym, well, very rarely, it's very rare you get someone that walks walks in my gym that's good at Muay Thai. Everyone sucks at Muay Thai when they start. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you just give it a go and you and you work at it, that's something that you're gonna build on and build on every single time you're there. Do you know what mm. I mean? Every time, every single time you do something. The more you do it, the better you're going to get. Um, you know, that's one of the things that I think everyone can learn from is that, you know, you can't just do something once and be a pro at it. You've got to do it and do it and do it. Um, so whether or not it's, you know, show, showing up, you, st you might start at the gym and go for one session a week and then you might do that for a month and then go two sessions a week. And then you, small little habit changes and building that up is more important than going, I'm going to go 10 sessions a week and, you know, smash it as hard as I can everything because it's unrealistic. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Small realistic changes are more beneficial in the long run for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Muay Thai is in the same category at, like as your any MMA, any boxing, any yeah. combat stuff. Like you think you're fit. Yeah, until you do that. Yeah. Do that yeah, and man. it's going to humble you yeah. knowing. Oh man, one of the hardest things I've ever did in my life was train for a fight. That was mm -hmm. the 
worst thing I've ever done. Hardest thing by, by far. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's funny. I was talking to Mick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, and he, like, he's right into his boxing, like, yeah. both pre- Yeah, I always talk to him when I'm down there having a haircut about boxing. Yeah, cool. Awesome, yeah. Uh, and he was, uh, he was training for a fight, and he's like, I just physically couldn't do it between what was going on at home yeah. plus work, but his trainer's like, you need to be here yeah. every day. Yeah. Oh, man, it's brutal. And, yeah, yeah, he's like... His trainer, he said, his trainer always says, it's like, oh, you think you're good at boxing, mm. but until you've sparred with someone, yeah. like you can hit pads till the cows come home. That's mm. not boxing. It's like yeah. until you've sparred with someone yeah. and like you've ridden it out. Well, like, the one thing I love about, especially well, boxing, any combat sport, tie boxing, mm. um, is you can't fake it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Any weakness you have, any any time you have off from the gym, any, any skill that you didn't bother learning shows. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like as soon as you step in the ring, you're there. You're 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 open to whatever whatever you've done, whatever work you've put in. Mm. It's going to show. Do you know yeah. what I mean? If you put in, honestly, put in a hundred percent effort, then you'll be ten times better in the ring than if you were put in five percent effort. You know what I mean? And it shows. Or even like ninety percent effort compared to a hundred percent effort, it shows. And that's what I love about all combat sports is that you know it's 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 true representation of how hard you're going to work because yeah, exactly. you can't hide anything. Yeah. You know. You know when someone's there trying to punch you in the face. That shows, you know? for sure, and that's you can be frustrated with it, but yeah. you just said it. You're not going to be a pro, and yeah. I say to people oh, when I'm doing pads, it's like you're going to fuck up. I'm yeah. going to fuck up. Yeah, it's fucking cool. I fuck, Who up, cares? I fuck up every day. Yeah, you know, and it, it's just a process of learning. You can't learn without fuck ups. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like small scale, that skipping is an example I can think of yeah. off the top of my head. People are like, I'm shit at skipping. Oh man, and it's same. like, well, how often do you skip? It's Never. Like, oh, once every <laughs> yeah. like eighty-seven weeks yeah. when it's like in a class or a PT. It's yeah. Like, well, that's why. Yeah, that's like it's funny because I've literally just started running, trying to run again. Yeah. Um, because I, I have to run a lot when I was fight training. Yeah. And I got to a stage when, like, you know, I really, really enjoyed it, and I went for my first run. Like I think it was Monday this week. Actually, I just mm. started getting trying to get back into it. And man, fucking hell, that was the worst thing I ever did in my life. Like, I was like running for like maybe a minute, and then I'd like walk for like thirty seconds. Like, holy fuck, what am I doing to myself? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's the thing. You've got to you got to keep going. You got to be shit at it. Yeah. Any any time you do something, you're gonna be shit at it. You've got to you got to keep going. It's like I did a I did the jetty to jetty half marathon. Yeah. So I trained for that and all that and like because mm. I can run all right. Yeah. And then uh, pretty much straight after that, I got sick. Like, yeah. Right. Like gastro sick and was just oh, fucked. Rough. And then it would have been two maybe. Th- Three months later, I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna go for a run again." And mm. same thing, I was like, oh, man. It's "What the, the fuck is this? Like, yeah. Yeah. you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, so bro. don't get frustrated." But with it's, it. it's funny. I was, I, I literally had a chat with someone, I think this week as well, about motivation and like, uh, it was a member of my gym, and she came up to me. She's like, "I'm not, I'm not motivated at the moment. Like, nothing makes me want to go to the gym." And I'm like, like. I was thinking, I, was, I said to her, I was like, you're never going to sit there and get like a lightning bolt of motivation that's going to get you up and go to the gym. It's never going to happen. If you're going to sit on the couch and wait for that, you're going to be sitting on the couch for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to find motivation from the process. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. From, from getting in and getting the work done. And it's funny because that first run, that run that I did at the start of the week, fuck, that was hard. Mm. But because I did it, I'm now motivated to do it again. Yeah, I yeah. want to go running. I'm like, okay, that was so fucking hard. Now I want to get better at it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I could have easily just walked around the block, you know, and never pushed myself. And like, and if I just walked and if I was walking and I was like, I'm going to wait till I feel motivated, I would have kept walking. Yep. Do you know what I mean? But I pushed through that grind and that's, you find the motivation in the process for sure. Exactly. Yeah. If you, for any exercise or any, any new fitness thing that you're trying, if you, if you think you're going to click your fingers and be a yeah. pro at it, nah. you're like, you're wrong. Yeah. And the process is where everything happens. You know what I mean? Like, you know, everyone's so focused on like an end result, you know, oh, I want to drop, 
five kilos or, or you know, I want to be pro Muay Thai or mm. I want to, you know, deadlift 120 kilos. It's like, well, you can't do that without deadlifting 50 kilos first. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And the process is where everything happens. Stop focusing on what where you want to go and focus on where you are and what you need to do to get there. Yeah. That's the main, that's that's what you've got to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, what a chat that I find myself having a lot with clients is, Fuck, do you remember when you first started? Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Do, yeah. do you remember what you could do? Yeah. yeah put and it in that, perspective. Man, I love that because we, you know, and I, we, the, the A-Week challenge we do, it's unreal to see the, not just the physical changes. We get, like, um, we do get unreal results, but I love to sit there and think, okay, when we get there on the end day and everyone's doing their final, you know, body scan and they're, they're reflecting on what they could, what that, where they started from. I always like to sit and be like, all right, but remember when you first walked in the gym and you wouldn't yeah. even say hello to anyone. You yeah. were so quiet. And now look at you. Now you're, you're like, you're talking to everyone. Your personalities come out. And like seeing the mental transformation is better for me than any physical transformation can be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you, if you lose five, six kilos or fuck whatever. Yeah. Great. High yeah. fives. Yeah, but definitely. if it's, you're now confident to turn up to a session. Yeah. And you have a chat to people, or you know, you've stopped taking medication because you feel like you don't need to. Like yeah, little all that sort of stuff. Like it's fucking great. Yeah, and it's really cool. Halfway through the challenge, we do like a motivation seminar. Yeah. Um. So we get a couple of people that have done a challenge before to come up and share some experiences, and it's funny because I pick people who I think are going to be pretty motivated and have a good story. Mm. And sometimes I don't even know what the story is, and then they come up on motivation night and they fucking blow me away. I'm like, holy shit! I did not know you were going through that, or I did not know that you overcome that. Yeah. And Fuck, that's so good to see, and so good to know that we could, you know, help you help you get there, you know, which is exactly. unreal. You and know? the word help, yeah, like, that's what we do. What we do, yeah, yeah, just helping people, man. Yeah. That's it. Um, changing tact a little bit, we're mm. gonna move away from the hit stuff, and we're yep. gonna focus a little bit more on yourself. Yep. Um, how'd you get into the fitness industry? So, uh, I was always in, like, I suppose, enjoyed working out. I suppose I was like, you know physically active as a kid, basketball, football, um, found myself in the gym junkie, uh, realm mm-hmm. after high school. Um, and you know, I was an electrician back when I, before I started the, before I started hit, before I started in the health and fitness industry. Um, and you know, I did enjoy it for a period of time, but it come, come it became very mundane and I kind of, it wasn't something I was very passionate about. I kind of just fell into it after school and literally it was Sam from hit that, had the first conversation with me. I remember it was at like my, maybe my brother-in-law's birthday catch up or something like that. And um, I was talking to Sam and I was like, oh, you know, I knew he'd had hit. I was like, how's that going? Blah, blah. He's like, oh man, it's awesome. And back then he was a scaffolder as well. And he'd, 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 cut, he'd work all day and then PT in the afternoons and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, how do you find that? He made, he's like, I fucking love it. I love PT. I love being able to help people and, and do that. And he literally said, like, he's like, what are, what are you doing? Like, I'm like, oh, I'm an electrician. I fucking hate it. Like, yeah. I hate going to work. It sucks. He's like, man, why don't you, why don't you become PT? You, you love fitness. You love the gym. Why, why don't you do that? And, um, you know, it was that conversation. I literally went home from that, from talking to Sam. And I said to Kelly, I was like, you know, I want to do this. I'm going to fucking do it. I don't care. Mm. Um, and we went down. We, we started at HBC down the Gold Coast, um, which is an unreal place to study. Um, we, yes, went down, signed up, I think maybe a couple of weeks after that conversation. And then became PTs and then yeah a couple of years later then we got into the hit realm I guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's you know I was the similar to a certain extent I always knew I wanted to help people yeah yeah that's definitely yeah no idea absolutely yeah. no idea and like yeah. I was playing basketball four or five times a week yeah so was I <laughs> and, yeah, hey there you go cool um, <laughs> and like that, that I, I was active mm. I was just I, I was fit mm. but I was working in hospitality and just kind of fucking around yeah and, 
Um, and then the guy's house I was training at was like, if I offered to pay for your courses, would you do it? Oh, sick. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> fuck it, light bulb. Yeah. And like, that was 2013. Yeah, right. And yeah, I haven't looked back since then. Yeah. Like, awesome. I've, I've never worked in that commercial gym environment. Like I said to you the other day, it's, yeah. it's not what I'm about. See, I did, and I, and it's not what I'm about now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's funny how, like, it, all it takes is someone going, oh, yeah, you should do this. Why yeah. do that? And it's, and it's like, funny because, oh, shit. Yeah, when I finished high school, I was pretty certain I wanted to be as uh, a PE teacher. Yeah, like I, you know, I was like, you know, I love sports. Um, you know, I could help teach kids sports. Mm. Like, what, like, what? That's sick. What, yeah. what a job! I work outside. That's awesome. Um, but I kind of just fell into that electrical job. Mm. I didn't really know if I wanted to commit to uni because um, I don't really like studying much. Yeah. Um, so you know, the job just come up because it was my mum's friend who had the apprenticeship going. I was like, yeah, sweet, let's do it. And that's kind of you know how I got into that situation. So yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm stoked, you know, I got through my trade, I'm a, you know, signed off and I'm stoked I've got it there. But man, ever since becoming a PT and becoming, getting involved, uh, I think it filled that need to try and help people. As you yeah. said, you know, like it's, it, it, I've always had that want to be able to, you know, give people a, a positive experience and a benefit. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, I think, um kind of on that like where you just kind of fall into something mm. i think we you see like different fads of what's the new trend yeah. for people to fall into yeah. so like pe teaching yeah like there's a, a massive trend of, yeah like, i think it's probably a trend back then as pe teaching yeah every second person was yeah. like yeah i'm gonna be a pe, PE teacher. teacher yeah or yeah, i'm gonna be a exercise fucking physiologist yeah, yeah. Or, or you know whatever and it's like there's no real plan outside like you you gotta there's gotta be a plan in place you know yeah. what i mean like so it's funny because i remember being in, i remember being in high school and I remember them sitting down like when we're talking about OPs and stuff and you got to pick your subjects. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, you know, you've got to, you've got to figure out, you got to know what you want to do. I'm like, fuck, I'm 15 years old. I don't even know what I want to have for dinner. Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do exactly. in life? Exactly. Yeah. I reckon that's pretty hard, eh? Yeah. yeah. Um, how many years would you do on your Sparky stuff? Um, so I did my apprenticeship for four years and then I was a tradie for about a year and a half. Went to the back, then started in the gym mm. as a PT and then I had to go back to being a tradie just to help save some money for the for opening Hijivan because obviously it's not a cheap thing to do opening a business. Yep. Um, so I went back on the tools for that mm-hmm. for about a year and then then we opened it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, what was the drive? When when old mate said, hey, why don't you come PT? Mm. When you went, hey, I think I'm going to do this. Yeah. What was the drive that went, okay, let's actually do it? You know what I mean? Like, Man, I think just having a conversation with my wife, Kelly, well, who was back then, which is my girlfriend. Mm. And I was like, this is, you know, I, I, I think this could be a cool opportunity. Um, and literally she was just like, all right, let's do it. And we were just like, sweet. Like, yeah. it was pretty easy, man. Like, it wasn't really like, we didn't feel like there's anything to lose by not doing, by, by doing it, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, you know, we could we could do it, we could give it a go, it might work out, it might not, but at least we gave it a crack. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. Um, Looking back on it now, mm. how have you matured as a trainer? Oh, fucking heaps. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think expectation-wise, a lot more, a lot more realistic. I think you know, it's it's hard sometimes. I think now that I've been a trainer for oh, I don't know five years, six years now, mm. it's a lot easier for me to have more realistic expectations of people. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Whereas back when I first started, you know, I could easily go to the gym six days a week. Mm. I could easily follow my nutrition. And for me, it was like, well, why the fuck can't you make it to the gym six days a week? Do you exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I can do it. Why the fuck can't you? And it's like, back then I was 
23 years old. It's like, well, I've got nothing else to do with my life. Exactly. Whereas, you know, like, you know, the, the mum who's got to drop their kids off at school and then go to work and then pick their kids up. And then when, the, when is she going to find time to go to the gym? Yeah. And having more realistic expectations of people, yeah. I think is super important because not everyone can do absolutely everything. Do you know what I mean? And then, you know, like even me now, I, I run a gym and I don't train six days a week. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's not realistic for me to do that anymore. Exactly. Um, and, you know, just maturing like that is is helped me a lot in terms of, you know, where I used to be and where I am now. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. very much cut from the same cloth. Like, yeah. I used to enjoy getting, tra- like, trained where I get flogged. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. And, so, Which I still enjoy. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then, you know, not everyone can do that, you know? Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. So those first, I'll never forget those first few PTs. And in my head, I'm like, why do we need to make this easier? Yeah. Like, yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, and easy. it's like, no. <laughs> like, if you're a PT, yeah. you got to have, like, however many clients you have, that's how many different mindsets yeah. you've got to have. And I think it's funny, like, especially with, like, Hit, for example, you know, you might see a video on our Instagram or something, and it's like, you know, people going hard in the gym and smashing pads as hard and fast as they can and lifting heavy weights and that sort of stuff. And I can see why that could be a deterrent for people to come down and give it a go because it looks like, oh, my God, these people are all... But, like, you know, that's just, like, a snapshot of what it is. Exactly. Whenever we start a challenge, my first thing I'd say is... One, don't forget that we're here to help you the whole way. Where's mm. where your support network? If you need anything, I literally my phone's probably gone off about tw- ten times yeah, during I this conversation. Actually, I saw it was actually yeah. watching a flash um, <laughs> because that's my job is to support people for sure. But then two is take it at your own pace. It doesn't matter where you start; it matters where you where you're going and where you end up. So you know, I you know, you get a lot of people that are very new to the gym and very new to a challenge, and they're like, "Oh man, I don't like, I don't know if I can do this." And it's like, well, you can. There's always an easier option. You can always scale things down for you. Yeah. As long as you're you're always aiming to progressive overload and go a little bit harder, mm. that's fine. You know, you're not going to have the same strength as me. I'm a hundred kilo guy, mm. so that's it's unrealistic for you to feel that way. Do you know? Yeah. There's that little bit of misconception when, um, like clients come in. And they hear or see what they're going to do. Like, yeah. let's take Muay Thai. Yeah. And they go, oh, fuck, I can't do that. Yeah. It's like, no, but you don't understand. You don't like, have to do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to make you do something you can't do. Yeah. yeah. I'm not an idiot. Like, <laughs> I, there's people that think, or like, okay, for example, we ran a water polo boot camp the other week. Mm. Just something different. Yeah, that's cool. Out of their comfort zone for people. And people are like, oh, I'm not a good swimmer and like this and that. It's like, no, no, no. It's, you don't have to be. Yeah. It's cool. Like yeah. we're set up in the shallow end. Yeah, like, we're not. We're not going to the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the rules. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the rules. Who cares? We're just throwing the ball around, man. Exactly. Like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that little bit of misconception is like, we're not going to punish you. Yeah, if you cannot do. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, and I think it's funny because, like, man, like, the, like, I don't know. If, I don't know if that stigma still is around about PTs, but you know, like the old school, like, oh, I'm seeing a PT, so I'm going to get smashed today. It's like, yeah. man, not every, not every session needs to be a smashing. Do you know exactly. What I mean? Like you can take things a bit slower. You can, you know, and what, my favorite thing to do is hold, hold pads and do Muay Thai yeah. and teach people Muay Thai. And some of my sessions are, especially for the people that are more advanced, are literally trying to kill them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what I, that's how I like to train. Yeah. But my other sessions are like, all right, let's correct your kick. You know, like let's spend 30 minutes just doing a kick. Yeah. yeah. And, that's going to benefit you way more than if I'm just going left, right, hook, right, kick, under, you know, like, yeah, exactly. you know, it, it, there's much more benefit benefits for you as a person. And I think that's really important is that knowing that not one shoe doesn't fit everyone. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. One thing I, I pride ourselves on with our challenge is that it, we, we tailor it to everything. Like if someone, like we follow a flexible diet and we teach people about a flexible diet, that might not work for everyone. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the 50 year old, 60 year old lady who's not good on technology on her phone and can't mm. use a macros app 
that's okay. I'll I'll figure out a way to make it work for you. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? And knowing that not one shoe fits at all in terms of every exercise selection, Muay Thai, dieting, you know, mentality. Um, I think that's really, really important. You know what mm. I mean? I think there's a lot of programs out there that are one size fits all. And it's like, this is what we do. Here's our program. Here's your nutrition plan. See you at the end of eight weeks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I pride, I pride myself on the fact that we can change things where we need to, to suit everybody. Yeah. Definitely. And I think that's a really important thing in terms of fitness. For sure. Yeah. Like if yeah. you're punching out that cookie cutter meal plan, yeah. once, again, once again, I know that some gyms do. Yeah. And it's like, that ain't going to work for yeah, everyone. Exactly, like, man. I don't like bananas, so I'm not going to eat that 10.45 a.m. banana yeah. that you want. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Exactly. Um, so you said before... Uh, I think you said you were playing footy before and you were playing basketball. basketball yeah, yeah, mainly basketball. I was yeah. terrible at footy. I've got... I, my friends call me Dick Fingers because I drop everything. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> yeah, nickname ever. Yeah, yeah, Dick Fingers. Um, and if my wife's the thing, she'll be losing it at that. Because yeah. um, literally, like, I get a cup in my hand and I drop it and shattered. Yeah, great. Um, and I don't know how it happens. I'm just... It's just me. But yeah, football was not... Def- definitely not a good career choice for me. Yeah. Um, I remember this. I remember one of my very first games I had to play fullback and they kicked the ball off and I went to go catch it and it fucking landed on my head and my best mate always laughs about that. But yeah, I played basketball for a long time. Yeah. For some reason, I can catch a basketball because it's round and it's yeah. bigger, you know. Um, I was pretty good at basketball. And it's right? not coming from football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where'd you play? Basketball football? Uh, basketball. Uh, just a capella of a PCYC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you play any rep stuff? Um, I think I tried out for it. I was pretty young back then. Yeah. Um, I think I got into some sort of rep team, but I don't think I followed through with it. I think I decided to go play football at that stage. Yeah. I'm I can't tr- remember. It's hard to remember that back that far. Yeah, I'm trying to... Nothing, nothing major. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think what kind of like... Because I played rep juniors yeah, as well. Right. So yeah. I'm trying to think what's out that way. Yeah, I don't know. I, can't, I, like, I literally can't remember. I just remember playing every couple of times a week and training and yeah, yeah. loving it and just playing because I loved it. Yeah, so yeah. who's your team? Who's my... NBA Celtics, team. Celtics, Celtics for sure. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> uh, Who's your team? Chicago. All oh, right, yeah. Well, you'll be my best mate. One of my best mates, Ryan, is a Chicago Chicago guy. And um, I, I think it's when you come, like when you first start watching, yeah. like that's when you'll like gravitate yeah. towards. Well, I think, I mean, even back when I played basketball, I wasn't a big basketball fan. Yeah. Um, but I remember seeing this awesome photo of this a Celtics player doing like an under the legs layup yeah. and it was just this mad photo I think that's when I started liking the Celtics Yeah, I think it was, that was it and I was like they're fucking sick yeah. yeah do you watch any NBA now? yeah yeah I do I did watch a fair bit last year mm. I haven't really got into the season this year yet yeah. but um, yeah I need to get into it I think yeah it's good yeah. Like having... it's so hard to follow them man there's so many games eh? oh no it's like brutal like like checking on the ESPN yeah, app, yeah. and it's like, oh, there's 87 yeah, games. It's like sweet, like, awesome. Fuck, yeah, yeah, and it's hard to keep up with who's playing who and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So we kind of spoken about the business itself, mm. where you kind of came from, how mm. you got into what you do. Mindset is something that is massive. Yeah, like yeah. if you're not not switched on, but if you're not healthy between the ears, yeah. you're not in my books. I don't think you're healthy. You yeah, know 100%. what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Um, what are some of the less glamorous moments of running your own space? Uh, man, the stress, yeah. definitely. Um, and I'm, man, I'm a shining example of not being healthy in, the, in your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it was actually only this year. Um, I put it actually, I did a video uh, just before Are You Okay Day or yeah. the day before, um, sharing my story about where I, what, what happened with my mental health over the mm. last year. Um, and basically, it just took a massive hit. The stress of running my own gym having a new baby, um, you know, being a husband and, and being supportive there, you know, 
being supportive to my clients and all this sort of stuff, mm. the stress built up and it, it was just too much. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it is a very taxing and I, I say this with the utmost respect to everyone, but mm. if you're a small business owner or a business owner, like I know this is how I think, like I take everything personally. Oh yeah, 100%. Oh, it's hard not to. And if you have an off week, like if business isn't great for a week, I like you have that little yeah. bit of a chip on your shoulder yeah. and it's like, what do I need to do yeah. to- Yeah, what am I doing wrong? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it's a very taxing um, experience mm. and very taxing mindset. And yeah. It's an ongoing battle that everyone has. Like, fuck, I have it as well. Like, yeah. I'm already thinking about 2020 and what I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah, and your mind's constantly ticking. It's yeah. it's it's fucked. Yeah. But it's it's a good motivator that I find, but it's also something you need to manage in a healthy way. Yeah. And I think, you know, this year I've learned a lot about managing my mental health. Um, yeah. You know, as I said, we had a baby at the start of the year and I think that was start of a change for me that where I started not dealing. Mm. Um, and it was really, it's funny cause I, I was the reason why I like it. So I might, I might as well pre-frame the conversation. Of what, so I wasn't dealing, um, you know, we had a baby, I was running the gym, I was doing a shitload at the gym and it was all building up too much. And it got to the point where I was prepared to kill myself. I wasn't, you know, it's pretty heavy. I know, but, yep. um, you know, I was pretty much there and, uh, I'm a really big believer in starting a conversation about your mental health. And mm. um, for me, that's something I didn't never thought I'd have to do. Um, my mum, she suffers from pretty severe, de- severe depression. She's mm. probably hospitalized a couple of times a year for, and she has like ECT and all that sort of stuff. And that's been going on since I was a kid. So I've, I've known about mental health for a long time. And for a long time, I've known to look out for myself and, you know, know what, you know, where, where my mental space is. But I've always, I've never really had to deal with any mental health problems until literally this year. Yep. And I think it was just the, it literally was just the added stress of being a dad mm. to everything else I was doing. Like everything else I was doing, I was managing fine. We had a kid um, and that added stress just sent me over over the over the top. And it's like my cup was full and it was just too much. Yep. Um, and I wasn't letting anything go. Mm. Um, and one of the biggest, the, the biggest change for me is that there was a period of probably like a month where every single day, I just felt like shit, you know, yeah, like I just, sure. I just couldn't deal with life. And I was just like, it's going to be easier if I just end it. Yeah. Um, and that was a month. That was a, that was fucking hard. And I, in, in my head, it was hard because I was, I was saying to myself, you'll be fine. You know, you know, Kelly's looking after a new baby. I've got to, I've got to look after the gym. I've got to look after everything else. I can get through this myself. And it got to the point where I was saying that so much that, it, it ended up not being true. I couldn't deal with it myself. And I remember just one night, it, me and Kelly, it was like a Sunday night and we were just lying, we were just sitting on the couch and I just looked over, over to her and started bawling my eyes out. And I said to her, I was like, I'm not, I'm not coping, you mm. know? Um, and it was like, definitely the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life is open up and be, you know, I guess I'm probably a victim of the, you know, the, the stigma of mental health, for, especially for blokes. Yep. You know, I can do this myself. I don't need to talk to anyone. I'll yep. be fine. But as soon as I did, had that conversation with Kelly, it was weird timing. The next day we had an appointment booked for Rumi to have a vaccination. Mm. So we were going to the doctors anyway. So I went along, told the doctor I wasn't doing doing well. Mm. Another ball mize out conversation. She referred me to a specialist and I had a, a two appointments with them. And just just by having the conversation and getting shit off my chest, fuck that helped. Do you know what I mean? For sure. Um, and it was awesome because I was really, really worried because my mum has depression and it could be genetic. Mm. Um, I was really worried that I'd have the same depression as her. Yep. And through these appointments with the specialist, I found 
we found we figured out that it was stress related, not not depression related, which is awesome. Which was like a massive massive weight off my chest. You know what I mean? I was I was worried. Okay, this is going to be my life. I've seen what my mum's had to go through her whole life. Who's she's the strongest person I know. Yeah. Um, and I've seen you know what she's had to go through, and I was like, fuck, is this what my future is? You know what I mean? Like, how am I supposed to be a good dad and a good partner if I can't even look after myself properly? Yeah. Um, and knowing that, you know, just by having that conversation, it helped me get things off my chest. I could finally breathe. I felt like I'd catch my breath. Uh, my mind stopped ticking over. I had the, had a good night's sleep for the first time in six months um, because I got it all off my chest. And yeah, I mean, that's I, I guess that's the 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 core thing of my story is don't be afraid to have a conversation. Like it's it's so important just to get your walls down and go, man, I'm not doing well. You yeah, know, exactly. I need I need help. Yeah. You know, it, and it's like I say the word funny, but I'm so glad you're saying some of the things you're saying mm. because it touched on so much that I was trying to get at in the last episode that I did yeah. about like blokes mental health yeah. and it's like fuck like I'm 31 and I've, I feel like yeah I feel your pain of like you know setting up that business I don't even have a kid and like, yeah. but like the stress of running your own business and the, you like yeah. the things you were describing was just the pressure that you were building yeah. on yourself yeah you just you, and it's and the thing is the pressure is only from you, you know exactly I mean? there's no other external thing like there's yeah. no one there's it's not like my clients are waiting at the door going oh joe you know class is meant to start what's going like they're what not the fuck you yeah. know um and it's funny because when i when i you know made my video and and told people about what i was going through because i was pretty private about it while yeah. i was dealing with it and once i felt better I, I felt that i not that i needed to but i felt like i wanted to tell people what I went through in the hopes of helping other people. And it's exactly. been amazing, man. Um, the amount of people that have come to talk to me or sent me a message saying, thank you for sharing that. I mm. need, I, I know I need to talk to someone and now I, I feel like I can. Yep. And that's what the whole, that's what this whole, that's what having a conversation is about is just telling people that it's okay thank to not you. be okay. Yeah. Like, you know, the whole saying it's okay yeah. to not be okay. And it totally is, man. Yeah. Um, and the thing is like, you know, I part of my stress was that I was feeling guilty about things. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I I was trying to I remember very vividly I was running a class and I was seconds away from running out in tears because I just couldn't stop the thoughts in my mind going yeah, off. Yeah. And I'm trying to be, you know, in class positive and smiling and yeah. and it's funny when when I did this video, so many people messaged me and were like, I would never have picked that. You know what I mean? You were a happy guy. You you have this biggest smile on your face. I've never seen you have a down moment. And it's, man, it's because, you know, I got good at acting. I got good at hiding behind this fake persona of like, yeah, man, happy go lucky gym guy. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's allowed me to realize that, you know, I do, did need to take a step back. You know, mm. like I'm running a few less classes now a week because I need to look after my mental health and yeah. I'm, I'm taking away that stress and man, things are just increased, improved tenfold because I've noticed that, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you don't have to be a business owner. You don't have yeah. to be a, a young parent. It could be anything. Man. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's okay if you're not coping. Yeah. The big thing is don't just fucking keep it to yourself. Yeah, man. You need, and once again, it's kind of topics that are brought up in previous episodes, like talking mm. about how stress has affected me, and yeah. both physically and mentally. Yeah. Like t it takes its fucking toll. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like when I said at the start, like, you know, I'm only currently training three days a week. When I, when I was going through this period at the start of the year, fuck, I was never trained. There's like a running joke around the gym. Like, oh, Joe never trains, haha. Yeah. And like, it was true, man. I never trained. But it's because I fucking didn't want to. Like, I was thinking about necking myself. And the last thing I want to do is do something that makes me look after myself. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's funny because, I don't know where I was going with that actually, but, you know, it's, it's just, it's so important just to realize that you don't have to do everything. You know, you don't have to 
bear a load yourself, you know? And it's, I think like, are you okay today was, is awesome. I think that's one of the best things in the world is yep. reminding people every year that to have a conversation with health, mental health, but it's also important to extend that from one day and, yep. you know, next week, check in with your mates. Do you yep. know what I mean? Which I think is really important. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it's, you know, we go back to something we said at the very, very start about mm. clients coming into the gym and yeah. it's, you're not going to be a pro. It's like, yeah. you're not going to know how to be the best parent you yeah. can be. Yeah. You're, you're fucking that's, what I, that's what I was stressing about. You know, we just had this baby and like, I was feeling guilty that I was feeling shit inside and I couldn't be a good dad. Yep. And like, I was worried I wasn't going to be a good dad. Do you know what yep. I mean? And that, then that was adding to the stress. And it's like every little thought you have like that just adds, just, it's just like, yeah, it's just like another little piece on top. Yep. And you build this big fucking mountain of all these doubts and all these stresses and all these thoughts you're having. And it yep. ends up just being this consuming, overbearing thing that you just can't deal with. And it's like, I, like, I, I felt guilty for running a class where like maybe externally it looked like I was like, yeah, sweet. I'm running the class. Like I always would. Yep. But in my mind, I knew I wasn't given hundred percent and I felt guilty about that. I was like, I'm not giving my members and my, my hit family mm. what they deserve. Yep. And then that then was like a negative feedback loop on me going, Oh, well then I'm not good enough to do this, you know? And yep. then that, it just starts that snowball effect. Like you said. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you said a phrase there, negative feedback loop. Mm. Have you read the, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? Yeah, I've, I'm like halfway through it, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's funny, like being a stress head mm. as well. Same. Like, <laughs> it's funny reading that book. And there's some, some things you read or hear and like, shit, it just puts shit in, in perspective. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, that's true, hey? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you only have so many fucks to give. Like, mm. you got to be mindful of where you use them, you know? And you, a lot of the pressure that you speak about or have just spoke about then and a lot of the pressures that I felt business wise or otherwise it's it's coming from your, your, the pressure you're putting on yourself yeah exactly like, and, and that's that's what it truly is you yeah. know like yeah kelly's always adamant that i, I was being a great dad when when i when mm. she didn't know that i was dealing with all this yeah um but in my head i was like no i'm not I, I know i'm not being a good dad because i don't feel good enough so what, how could i be good enough for my new daughter you yeah know, what are I, they gonna think yeah exactly yeah and man to be honest with you like i i consider myself very lucky mm. if it wasn't for the fact that like Kelly is a rock to me. Yeah. Um, but if it wasn't because of the fact that we had our new baby, I don't know if I'd still be having this conversation with you today. Yeah. I was like that close to, to, you know, you know, <laughs> ending it all yeah. that, um, you know, I, I consider myself very lucky in that regards, but that's why I'm so pot, like, I'm so dedicated now to mm. letting people know my story and going, you know, if you're feeling this way, talk about it, man. That's yeah. And that's the thing. Like, me for November, mm. you for Are You Okay Day. Yeah. It's if you can manage to get through that shit stretch, yeah, and then you're on the other side and things get put into that perspective, yeah, and you and go, you, you go, no, you know things, that it's things yeah. are okay, and yeah. it, it gives you that more of a drive to go, no, let's like you want to increase yeah. the help you give to yeah, people, yeah, yeah. or like, oh yeah, I want to get behind more causes because it's like once like you'll be able, like you will get through this, yeah, fucking once you're through it. It'll be yeah. like, and like, man, I think the important thing to realize is that, like, I've been through it, but I'm not a Superman. Like, I still yeah. have shit days. For sure. You know I mean? Like, I woke up out of bed this morning, I was like, fuck, I'm tired. And then yeah. all day this morning, I'm like, oh, man, I don't feel that great. But, you know, like, I know now that I can deal with it. Do you For know what I sure. mean? Because I've had that conversation. Whereas if I never had that initial conversation of saying I'm not doing well, mm. I would just, in the back of my mind, be like, well, fuck, it's just another thing that I'm now going to add, add to the. Love the load. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm massive on is practicing mindfulness. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean going to meditate. Yeah. 
but it just means taking time yeah. for yourself. Yeah, definitely. What do you do to practice mindfulness? Man, my my thing is my Muay Thai. Like yep. hit, punch in a bag, punch in some pads. Mm-hmm. That's my like zone out time. Yep. But it's funny you mentioned mind- mindfulness because that was one of my big issues when, when I was going through all this was that my mind was constantly racing. I was always thinking about what I got to do next. What's, what's, what's tomorrow? What am I doing next weekend? You know, how am I paying this bill? What am I doing here? What am I doing that? What, when does Rumi have to get, do this, you know? And, um, through talking to that, uh, therapist that I went and talked to, we, we realized that I was letting myself get overrun with too much and I wasn't being in the moment. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, you, you, it's funny, you know how you get that, have you ever done that where you drive and you're driving and you get from point A to point B and you're like, fuck, how many red lights did I just run? Or exactly. Like, how did I get here? What how fast fuck? was I going? Yeah, what yeah. The, I have no idea what the fuck, because you're just thinking, right? And and again, it, it, it goes back into that negative feedback loop is that I remember, I remember when I was feeling pretty pretty shit and I remember sitting down and feeding Rumi and I wasn't even concentrating on feeding her. I was sitting there feeding her. She was in my arms sucking on a bottle and I was sitting there going, yeah, okay, then tomorrow at the gym I've got this and then I've got a PT at seven and then I've got to do this meeting and then I've got to like, and it was just like, fuck, wait, this is time for me to bond with my daughter and, yep. and you know, she can get to know me and I can get to know her and all this sort of stuff. And then that negative feedback loop, ha- loop happens where it's like, now yes. I feel guilty about yep. not being a good dad and it just starts all over again. Mm. But one thing we, one thing I put into practice is being in the moment and it, it's, it's, it sounds easy than what it is. It's not fucking easy to be in the moment. Um, but when I'm feeding Rumi now, it's like I'm here with Rumi and I don't let anything else get in my mind. Yep. And, you know, I've practiced that a lot. And it's now at a point where I'm, you know, this is awesome. It's like the best thing is putting her down for bed. She's got, it's really cool. She's got this, she gives us this big cuddle. So one time she'll like hold on and hug us. Yeah. Um, it's when we, before we put her down to bed, she has this bottle and hugs us. And it's like, man, it makes my day. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any dad, day, any yeah. dads out, out there that know that shit, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one thing I tried to do, um, and we figured out a way that I could do it. every every morning. Well, not every morning, but most mornings I try to go for a walk, clear my mind a little bit, um, and put a podcast on. And before I before I was before I had my session with my therapist, my my, my, my therapist, um, I'd I'd put a podcast on, and I'd always for forever be skipping back five minutes going what the fuck were they talking about again because i'm just not thinking about it so one thing i practice and one thing why i practice my mindfulness is when i'm on that walk i'm just listening to the podcast yeah and it's okay to zone out a little bit but come back to it and realize like be mindful of what you're doing at that period and man i i guess that's just what's helped me is like that my mindfulness is increased a lot more and being in the moment just that one exercise you know yeah going for a walk putting my AirPod, AirPods in and just walking and listening to a podcast without thinking about anything else. Mm. And that's how I like, you know, just like a muscle, you got to train your muscles, got to train your brain to do it too. For sure. Yeah. And I'm a, a very uh, guilty party of, I'm always striving for the next thing. Yeah, same. And I've, like the other day, Jen, my other half said, like I just went to pick something up from the gym and she was in the car. Mm. And she's like, you should be really proud of everything you've done. Mm. Uh, and my response was, there's a long way to go yet. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got more to do. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, that's if you get stuck in that mindset of always going, what's next, what's yeah. next, what's next, you never really get a chance to stop yeah. and smell the roses, you know what I mean? Yeah, and definitely. It's one thing I, going back to mindfulness, I really just want my clients to put into practice is take 15 minutes out of your day, yeah. go for a walk. Yeah, man. Lay, yeah. lay on your bed for 15 minutes with your eyes closed yeah. and just breathe. Yeah, yeah. And like just have 15 minutes of your day or whatever the fucking time is, half hour in the gym, hour in the gym, whatever, where you don't have to think about squat. Yeah, yeah, man, definitely. And like, 
it's so hard to do at first. It's yeah. so hard to go, okay, I've got to think about nothing. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to think about nothing. Now I'm thinking about something. I can't stop talking to myself in my head. Yeah. You know? And it's so hard to do, but it's honestly one of the best exercises I've ever done is just literally trying to just focus on one thing and nothing else at all. Yeah. Um, it's unreal. Uh, going back to Kel for a mm, second. Yeah. So is she a trainer also at she, she is. She's more in the office now, yeah. um, especially since having Rumi. Of course. Um, but yeah, she runs her one class a week, which is like Kelly's kill session. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, she's a trainer as well, yeah. Yeah. Does that make life easier because you guys can both talk shop? Yeah. Or does it make life harder because <laughs> you never really, you can't, uh, like it's harder to separate? Switch up. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, definitely harder at first. I mean, like, you know, we're sitting this far away from each other, about a meter away from each other. And that's, yep. how, lo- that's how far me and Kelly sit away from each other all day, every day. Yep. And I suppose that's where our relationship is kind of special is that we literally spend 24 hours a day with each other mm. um, on most days. Um, and, you know, that was really, really hard when we first went from, you know, working separate jobs to working at the gym together. Um, you know, it took a massive toll on our relationship because... You, you get no space away, you know, like like a normal relationship, you know, husband goes one way, wife goes the other way for work for eight, 10 hours, come home, how's your day? Awesome, man, you can talk. Yep. It's like, man, fuck, what are we going to talk about? You yeah, know, yeah, I need, yeah. I need new staples. Cool. Yeah. But like, <laughs> what am I going to do for class tomorrow yeah, morning? Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. you know. Um, and that was really, really hard, a big adjustment. Um, but, you know, it's helped us grow as a couple, you know, immensely. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like we have a pretty special bond because of all that, because of the hard work we put in together. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, do you pull motivation from anywhere or are you self-motivated? Um, man, I, I wouldn't say I'm very motivated at all, really. Like, yeah. I am motivated to do things, yeah. but, um, you know, it's not, like I'm, it's not like I get out of bed and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to go smash some pads for two hours and kill myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I think I just, I think I just become, I think I'm just... A, you know, need to do the work. You know, I just realized that the work's there and need to be done and I've got to do it. I've got, I think I've always had that attitude is yep. like, just get the work done. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I'm also a pretty competitive person. Yeah. So playing team sports, for example, is unreal because that's, that's massive motivation for me or like, you know, fighting, you know, you've got to be the best you can possibly be to win. So that's, yeah. that's, that's, that was a massive thing of motivation for me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you train in your own space? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty much apart from my session with Soren that I do each week on the pads. That's pretty much all I do is just train it at my gym in, in our classes and stuff. Yeah. Oh, so in the classes? Yeah. In the classes. Gotcha. Yeah. A lot of pretty much all of our trainers train in the classes as well, which yeah. is really cool. So yeah. do you ever find yourself, um, getting complacent training yourself oh definitely in that environment yeah, because definitely. you're in your own space oh man yeah it's I, I reckon every pt in the world can relate no one wants to train where they work like For it sure. is it is the like it sounds so stupid to someone who doesn't like work in a gym yeah but the, the last thing you want to do when you spend four hours a day motivating others to train is go okay now i'm going to do my session it's like fuck that man like and it's it's man it's hard like i reckon every pt ever ever knows that yeah um but, you know, it just comes down to just doing it, you know? Yeah, I kind of catch myself looking around the room and being like, I'm just going to go write that down for a sec. Yeah. Or like... I'm yeah, I've got to go do something else. Exactly. got to check my phone real quick or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. trying to do anything. And it's, yeah, it's funny because I get caught out a lot doing that. Yeah. Um, especially in classes. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's good though. It's good though too because, you know, on days where I don't feel like training and I put myself into a class, it's then kind of like, it's almost nice. Ha- well, not nice, but mm-hmm. good having like the eyes watching you. It's like, oh, Joe's training. So... 
Gotta gotta get, and like I fuck around a lot in class. Yeah, I yeah. like to like I get up and dance and fucking yeah. like annoy people and shit. Yeah, yeah. Just because I just because I can. Yeah, um, it's but my it's, business, it's man. yeah, it's kind of good knowing that some people are there watching me train because it's like okay, I've got to like actually train. <laughs> I've got to do something. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah. Um, it's funny. A couple of people have said to me, it's like, you said you train at another gym. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm here for seven hours a day, yeah. like eight hours a day. Why would I want to be in this yeah. space? To, like, if I'm under time constraints, sure. If yeah. I got an hour window, I'll just do weights here. Yeah. But if I can go somewhere else and train, it's just like, yeah, it's it's where you can get away from. Because I, I mean, like, I guess other people can't understand the pressures of running your own business, or mm. you know, like, so when you're in that space, it's like, all right, everything is in this space. So the positive stuff are there, like training and exercise yeah, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But all the negative stuff there is too is like fucking paying bills and you know doing countless amount of emails and admin and fucking mm. all this shit you don't want to do so when you're in that space it's like all right this is this is work it's like you know like you don't go to work in an office and and quickly bust out 10 burpees every you know every, yeah, exactly. every t- chance you get you know because yeah. that's your space of working you know? yeah yeah it's uh i find i get affected by how my morning's been mm. so if i've had a cancellation yeah. or a couple of sluggish pt sessions mm. Then my motivation is kind of like, oh, I don't yeah, know, I want to train. Yeah. But I find my like when I was running or when I go to the gym, mm. if I have to physically go somewhere, yeah, I'm motivated to do it. Yeah. Well, that that one session a week I do with Soren at his gym, um, that's my that's the session I don't cancel on. Do you know what I mean? That's because yeah. that's I mean, that's one I look forward to the most. It's like yeah, fuck yeah, I get to get out of here. I get to breathe. Like it's like kind of a breath of fresh air. You know, mm. like it's a new space. I get smashed. It's not like it's not that I find our classes boring. It's just that you know I because they're definitely not boring. They're fucking challenging as yeah. fuck. But um, you know, it just gives me that space to kind of let my hair down, relax. You don't have to. I think. don't have to think about anything yeah. else. I just do what I do. What I'm told and get it done for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, do you ever struggle with juggling home and work? Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's especially because you know me and Kelly obviously work together. Mm. Um, you know, it's hard to find that. All right, this is where we talk about work and this is where we don't talk about work. Do you know what mm. I mean? There'll be there's been countless times that, you know, we'll get home and we bring the baggage from work home with us, you know, and that's really one thing where we're trying to work on is not especially, you know, like we don't want Rumi to grow up in a household where her parents are constantly stressed about work, you know mm. what I mean? Because they're bringing work home, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely it was def- it's definitely hard to find that work life balance. But yeah, I think we're getting there, definitely, yeah, for sure. And I think even just hearing you say that, like mm. once again, guys, it's a learning experience. Yeah, Be it yeah. training, life, work, parenthood, mm. whatever the fuck, like you got to learn. You're not going to be a pro at it yeah, like by definitely. snapping your fingers. Definitely. Um, this might be a bit of a tough one for you. Yeah. Give me three things that you do for yourself. Three things I do for myself. Not including Muay Thai. <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, three things I do for myself. I always try and catch up with friends on weekends mm-hmm. because uh, we, we, we did that we tried to do that a lot when we were working those long weeks, you know, like before we were able to take a step back and have a team, mm-hmm. you know, we'd work, we, we kind of very early on, we got into a habit of, you know, we'd kill ourselves at work each week. We'd come home and on the, on a Sunday we would be like, fuck, we're not doing anything. We're just going to sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. And you know, you lose contact with people, you lose relationships, you know, mm. um, you become like a bit of a hermit crab. You don't do anything. And it's like, we realized, okay, no, you need to fucking go out and see people, go out and have a conversation, go up and catch up, catch up, catch up with your mates for a beer, you know, mm. that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, that's one thing we always try and do. And we're pretty social now. Like 
every chance we get, you know, friends are coming around or going around other friends' houses or we're going out with friends or catching up for dinners or anything like that. Mm. Um, I think that's super important is to have some sort of social aspect to your life. So that's one thing we always do, um, and especially for ourselves. What else do I do for myself? Hmm. Yeah, good one, right? Yeah, this is a good one. I mean, it's funny because Kelly is a... Kelly, we'll get, we'll, get, we'll get home from work, right? Let's say we do a big day, right? Yep. At work. We work 16 hours. We come home. Kelly will shower, cook dinner, go to bed in the space of an hour, right? Yep. I'll eat dinner. I'll cook dinner, eat dinner. And I'll sit on the couch for like three or four hours, like I was saying at the start. Yep. And it's because I can't go lie in bed straight away and mm-hmm. switch off. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So that, that little couple of hours that I have on the couch is my time to really wind down and just relax and just yep. literally even if I'm just staring at a TV screen I don't even know what I'm really watching it's just my time just to breathe and go yeah sweet yeah I've got some time for myself now yeah, yeah. definitely so that's another thing definitely yeah sure third one fuck yeah the pressure right. on man what else do I do for myself hmm I don't know man Muay Thai <laughs> yeah, okay I'll count it I'll count it yeah. uh, TV shows yeah do you watch mind numbing stuff Mind numbing, yeah, like, like just put it on and drone, or like fuck American Dad, or oh, yeah, yeah like, all the time, just all the time. Like South it, yeah. Park, man, fuck, I love South Park, yeah, yeah. House. but um, yeah, like I've seen at the moment, I'm re watching Friends, and I've seen Friends probably yeah. 10 times, yeah, but I, when I put it on, it's not because I'm interested in watching it, it's because it's background noise for me to sit there and veg out and go, oh, this is sick, I can relax, yeah, you know, definitely, yeah. My vices are The Office, oh man, I'm the biggest Office fan, so oh, good, dude, so good, yeah. And Novice like, is the, the best show ever made. It's oh. funny. Like I watch it all the way through to the very end. It's yeah. like, oh, that was so like cathartic. And then the Start next, again. The next episode yeah, starts, yeah, it's yeah. like, yes, I'm yeah, going to watch this again. Yeah, man. And I'm, I'm, I've, I think last year, I think I watched The Office three times. Yeah, great. In a, in a year. Like, it's just the best. Yeah. Like yeah. if you don't appreciate the American Office, yeah, like, yeah. you're a good. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I scrubs. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I was I was a bit of a scrubs fan back in the day. And purely because it's on in the middle of the day, yeah. so I'll just fucking chuck it on. Yeah, and, like, easy, easy. Like, don't have and to that's think. like yeah, like things like you know if we do come home in the middle of the day, which is pretty rare sometimes. Um, you know, like those those <laughs> that we catch ourselves watching those like you know those those flipping house flipping shows. Yeah, yeah. You know, like oh they've got a shit house and then yeah. they've got like it's American and like yeah. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm yeah. just sitting there just lazily watching yeah. it. Yeah, that house isn't worth four hundred. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I know that. I've watched enough of these episodes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one thing, like we're on the wind down now, but one thing we didn't touch on mm. and doing a little bit of research and stalk on your socials, yeah. did you used to play in a band? I did used to play in a band. Yeah. Take us to Vegas. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I used to play in a band did as you? well. What did yeah. you play? I was the voice. Oh man. I was bass. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> very, very badly. I was, I was mainly there for the vibe. Yeah. The, the vibe I bring. Bring full yeah. vibe. Yeah. Full vibe. Yeah. All vibe. That's it. Um, how long did you play for? Um, so in high school, I was a big music buff. Yeah. yeah. So I played in like a few, like heaps of high school bands and um, a little bit after high school and then um, so a bit of history but Kelly's best friend who's Chantel's cousin her partner Liam was in this band Take Us to Vegas mm. and he knew me from bands back in the day and I knew him from bands back in the day but we never really met yep. and we met through obviously he was dating Neil and I, I was dating Kelly um, and eventually their bassist left and he knew I played bass and he was like oh man you want to come on board and, and play I was like fuck yeah sounds sick mm. um, and you know through that band, I've met my, one, my literally one of my best mates, Ryan, yep. um, and my other, one of my other best mates, Alex and Liam. Mm. Um, uh, and, you know, it was just heaps of good times. Eh? Like, yeah, see. Yeah, so probably, I was probably in that for about a year and a half. And then I, I, I like, it was bittersweet. I had to stop doing it to open the gym because we were touring a lot. And yep. like, you know, it was a lot of, and there's no way I could commit 
it's you a know, job the gym yeah to, yeah to the band as well yeah for sure yeah i feel you yeah um funny both coming from bands yeah both now run like yeah. pts run their own business yeah um <laughs> both go, love the office yeah exactly <laughs> um uh, going back to last little gym question i've mm, got yeah for you personally yeah what do you find more satisfying mm. a group where you just like it's a killer group and everyone's fucking worked hard yeah and like you can clearly tell that everyone's fucked. Yeah. Or a PT where someone has taken that step forward and you've taken them out of that, whether comfort zone or they've improved on something. Or yeah. What do you, for you personally, what do you think is more satisfying? Like to you. To, for me? Yeah. Man, I love our, I love the group. Yeah. I, I love a group atmosphere. I'm, I'm a, definitely a group trainer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because I feed off other people, you know, like if the vibe is sick in the gym, you can feel it, you know what I mean? Like, and everyone feeds off it and I love that environment, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but then I guess on the other hand, I do love teaching people as well. Mm. So the one-on-ones that you get to do and you get to teach people cool techniques or anything like that, that's unreal too. But yeah, I'm definitely a group. The group side of me is definitely stronger. I love the vibe. Yeah, yeah cool. For sure. Um, we are at the very end of our little chat mm. here and how I wind down my chats with people um, is you giving advice. Mm. So what's your advice you'd give to someone starting in the fitness industry? Like as a trainer? Yeah. Man, realistic expectations for one, which we touched on during the chat. Um, But just remember that it's hard work. Mm. I think a lot of people, and I see this a lot in the gym, people have this amazing transformation, whether it's physical, mental, all that sort of stuff. They feel great about themselves and they're like me, they want to help other people. And mm. they go, okay, I'm going to be a PT. And that's awesome, man. That's sick. But I think a lot of people don't realize how hard it actually is to live off a PT income mm. or make a good PT income and how hard it is mentally and physically and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you are starting in the, in the fitness industry, the PT industry, man, I'm all for it. But just remember, it takes a lot of hard work. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I think me and Kelly's story is not a story of luck. It's a story of hard work, you know, mm. like fucking killing, almost killing ourselves to get to where we are now. And a lot of people, especially if, like people are new to our gym, they, they walk into the gym, they go, oh, fuck this gym's pumping. These guys are killing it. How awesome is this? Mm. And it's like, that's, I, it's sick that we are, you know, pumping and it's great, but no, it doesn't show how hard we had to work to do it. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't, no one sees what happens behind closed doors, you know? Yeah. And whether or not you're a PT in a commercial gym or you're owning your own small gym or you're owning a bigger gym like mine or anything, um, you know, it, it takes shitloads of hard work, definitely. I feel like when someone comes into your space mm. and that example there is like, fuck, this is really cool. Yeah. Um, and the, the question that follows is mm. generally, oh, how much did this cost you to set up? Yeah. And it's like, isn't, shouldn't the question be, how hard did I have to yeah. work? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's got nothing yeah. to do with money. Yeah, fucking like, earth. Well, obviously money plays a big part, yeah. but... The, the toll it's taken on yeah, man. like my body and my brain and my yeah. health and like the hours I've had to physically put into this place. Definitely. So, and like, I mean, like that was like with the money side of things, that was scary, you know, as well. You know, if you are going to start a gym, fuck, it's expensive. Mm. <laughs> um, and like, I guess in our situation, it was like, bite off more than you can chew and chew fucking hard, you know? Um, man, someone's yeah. actually said that to yeah. me and I've taken that with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think even if you are going to go into a commercial gym, it's the same thing because you're going to have what you're biting off might not be monetary value, but it's physical, it's mental, mm. um, you know, and it, it's going to take a toll on you. So you're going to have to work work through it and get through that grind, you know? Yeah. Definitely. What's some advice you'd give to yourself starting in the fitness industry? Mm. Just calm down, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just, just take things easy. Like, yeah. um, you know, 
bite enough more than chew more than you can chew is great, mm. but um, you know, maybe don't bite too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, still sticking with the advice for yourself, mm. what advice would you give now in hindsight, starting your own space? What advice would I give myself now, starting my own space? Um, tough one. I mean, I think looking after yourself, man, because. Um, Starting our own space, the, the whole thing is we're here to help people, you know what I mean? Exactly. But you've got to look after yourself too. Yeah. And if I could go back four years ago, I would tell myself to look after myself a lot better than what I did, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's something you think that gyms and trainers lose sight of too often? <laughs> Same answer, looking after yourself. Yeah. Um, what else do they lose sight of? That people are humans, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's really easy to to lose touch of what people want and what people need and thinking that you need to constantly kill someone or constantly, uh, you know, provide more than what you can. Do you know what I mean? Like know that everyone's human. Everyone's got a story um, and know that not every session is going to be their, their best session. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Let's finish it up with a uh, sales pitch. Mm. What's some advice you'd give to people thinking about sussing out hit G-Bung? Just give it a go, man. Yep. Man, so like first class is free. Come down and, and check it out. You don't have to, you can check it out time to have a line. You don't have to book in. You just literally rock up. Um, but just give it a go. Like it can look daunting, but I guarantee if you walk in the door, you'll love it. It's The vibe is awesome. We're fully hands-on. We'll never let anyone do anything they're not comfortable with um, and we'll make it the best experience possible. So yeah, just give it a go. Yeah, that's for it. sure. Mate, that brings us to the end of the chat. Awesome. Um, I found it, uh, very interesting that we're very cut yeah, from the very, same yeah, cloth man. you know what yeah. I mean like, I reckon that must be a thing with trainers eh? there must be there's always there's always a sport background yep. there's always like yeah man there's always things that line up with PTs I reckon eh? yeah for sure yeah. yeah. and we have those same core values of fuck we just want to help people yeah yeah, definitely and some of the big takeaways that you can take from well if you're listening to this takeaway from our chat is it's alright to not feel alright 100% it's cool to talk about it. You'll be surprised at how many people will actually help and listen. Yeah. Um, you don't have to take it all on yourself. Uh, you know, just just talk about it. It's amazing. Yeah, like man. you said, getting it off your chest, it makes yeah. such a difference. And on the other side of that too, one thing I've, I've found is that with a lot of people try, reaching out to me because I've shared my story and people feel com- comfortable that they can talk to me mm. is that if someone wants to talk to you about something and someone opens it up, you don't have to have the answers. You just have to sit there and go, man, that sucks. I'm here for you. Yeah. Let's go talk about it. Let's go talk to someone about it. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's I think that's a big thing is that maybe some sometimes people don't want to talk about their mental health because mm. they don't know what they would say if someone wanted to talk to them about it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So they're like, well, I, I, can't, talk to, I can't talk to Kelly about it because she doesn't know what I'm going through. So how can she relate? But the whole thing is, is that if someone's going to talk to you about it, you don't have to know the answer. Yeah. You just have to listen. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Definitely, yeah. Um, mate, we're at the end. Yeah. That's an hour and a half in the can. How good is that? Uh, it has been a pleasure. I hope everyone understood me too. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said at the very start of this conversation, I have the worst voice in Brisbane. But um, yeah, hope you hope you all understood. <laughs> we'll just turn it right up. Yeah, no, no. exactly. <laughs> um, we'll put links to uh, the Hit G-Bung socials uh, in the description, but follow, is it Hit G-Bung or hit yeah, station? Hit underscore G-Bung on Instagram. Yep, on yep. Instagram to keep up to date with everything they're doing. They're constantly putting up uh, the classes that are going on, videos, photos, fundraisers they have on, etc., yeah. etc. Um, 
It has been a pleasure having a yeah, chat, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on board. It's sick. No, all good. Um, couple more episodes left for the year, guys, and then I'll be hanging up the mic and headphone for 2019. That's a pretty scary statement to say. Um, but as always, as I try and finish every episode, whatever you're going to do, whether it is starting your own business, whether it is training, whether it is in a fitness challenge or you know, you're a new parent or whatever the case may be, you just got to back yourself. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next episode.